0: Me and Kyle have like similar problems. Like, I can't (laughs) remember names, and he just mispronounces names. Like, Johnny? Yeah, that's Jimmy. Well, Jimmy G.
1: (laughs) It blew my mind again, all over again. (laughs) Well, like, I, I have, have Steelers. Him winning the well, Wilson's another guy where if Seattle's stupid enough to let him go, I was raving on Russell Wilson in our last episode. Call it now. Aaron Rodgers <laughs> going to
0: Denver. They still got a... Uh... God, what <laughs> do I always... Dude, I'm the name. names. you need to be a top 10 quarterback? Absolutely not. I mean, look at my Bears in 2006.
1: When, when... He remembers the year. Was it?
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, 100%. <laughs> I remember that loss like it was yesterday. And this is where he's wrong what you're wrong in and what i'm right in by the way everybody give me a hand for being right um is that
1: welcome to only football with kyle and rick This is. welcome to only football week seven edition we had a really good week of football and somebody's really happy on the other end why are you so happy right now rick
0: because the bears fucking beat the patriots baby that's why a fucking bears hell of a monday night
1: just beat the living dog shit out of the patriots
0: dog shit. Dog i mean shit.
1: it's one thing and i don't want you to take this the wrong way but it's one yeah. thing to get your ass handed you by a team i think this is the first time the bears have scored more than like 25 points this season is that does that sound right
0: Dude, I was surprised they got past ten, and and probably yes, you're 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 probably right. I think the Bears. This is the first time the Bears have scored uh, more than twenty points. I'm gonna check their schedule right now. Um, I don't want to make this all about the Bears, but I mean that was just an amazing <laughs> win. Um, they, they 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 yep twenty points against the Texans, twenty two against the Vikings, thirty three today. I mean that they they've they've never scored more than twenty two this season. They scored thirty three tonight and it was amazing
1: yeah uh <laughs> defensively they looked good they they were flying around to the ball uh i thought offensively i mean we'll get into this game when we get down the list um yep. there was some really good thursday night football if you were watching the game uh and then you happened to take a bathroom break and turn it back on and it was a blowout you might have <laughs> missed two pick sixes um yep I thought that we went in talking about if DeAndre Hopkins could provide a spark to that offense. I think he did with 10 catches. Um, But at the same time, the scoreboard's a little misleading with that 14 defensive points. But I think this is a good step in the right direction for a Cardinals team that looked a little shaky. They looked Mm -hmm. like they didn't have an identity. DeAndre Hopkins came back and I feel confident uh, going with the Cardinals on some of these bets uh, or picks uh, in the future dates after that game. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I, I I'm I'm kind of thinking the same thing. DeAndre Hopkins definitely definitely like had a spark in the game, right? Like I was watching most of that game and I, I had fucking oh my god the running back. He scored 23 points and of course Eno. I had him on my bench. Eno Eno but of course I, I had him on my on my bench too. Like come on. Yeah um, I we'll I get,
1: started him in my other league.
0: You lucky bastard. I we'll get into <laughs> fantasy talk later but I just needed to mention that I I like the steps. I mean, obviously the Cardinals won, right? I forget the score exactly. But it was the 42 won. to
1: 34.
0: 42-34. The, again, look, and, and we talked about the Saints, you know, that they score a lot of points. You know, somehow Andy Dalton is is making, making up points. He couldn't do that last year with the Bears. Not that I'm salty. But, yeah, the Cardinals definitely – um have taken steps in the right direction and and just the fact that deandre hopkins came back and added that almost security blanket uh to to kyler it's just it's it's great it's going to be great for him and it's you know moving forward i think this is really where um this game kind of is going to take the cardinals over the the that hump that they always seem to struggle in halfway through the season um i i were you saying the same thing or were you kind of saying the opposite
1: no, I was saying, I was saying the same thing. Where it seems like a big mm-hmm. part of their identity has come back with DeAndre Hopkins, mm-hmm. and I think one of the, I mean, if he scored forty two points, that that's not for nothing. Even if he had two defensive turnovers, like they were obviously moving the ball and running the ball and having, and, and I know the Saints aren't a defense to write home about,
0: yeah. but
1: at the end of the day, this game looked a lot closer than it actually was. I think at one point because um, you, you could see New Orleans scored 17 points in the fourth quarter. Um, so mm-hmm. going in to the fourth quarter, it didn't look as close as it ended up being. But I thought the a big story of that game was the altercation DeAndre Hopkins had. Uh, I think it was a third down. He was backed up. I think he was on his like 10 or mm-hmm. seven yard line, called a timeout, walked over to uh, Kingsbury and yeah. said something along the lines is like,
0: well, I'm not yeah. running
1: that fucking play or something. I mean, mm-hmm. he looked really fired mm-hmm. up. I think he was like talking about the new Call of Duty coming out and how mm-hmm. he doesn't want it to go into overtime. <laughs> <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs>
0: He's but like, we're, we're winning this fucking game, all right. And I don't want to, I don't I, I've got double XP weekend coming up, we're not I, yeah. fucking overtime.
1: <laughs> and then dude here, my dumbass is on Twitter, and because that's where I love to be on Sundays now and i'm watching i'm watching this best. this comment of this guy who goes oh he is gonna get canceled once people read his lips and find out what he's saying so i'm watching the video like 20 <laughs> times trying <laughs> to figure team out team. what he's saying and i couldn't figure anything i'm like no one knows what he was saying like <laughs> it was so many like times i watched it just trying to pick something up but I'm going to ask because it's a fun question, but it also is a serious thing. So we're going to talk about it here. Mm -hmm. What do you think Kyler Mm -hmm. is saying?
0: I honestly, I I looked at the video a couple times. I couldn't really pinpoint um, what he was saying, Um, but it just seemed like he was like angry towards uh, uh, Kingsbury or Kings. Yeah. Whatever the fuck his name is.
1: (laughs) Cliffs. Cliffs.
0: Cliffs. Cliffs. Kingsbury.
1: (laughs) King, King we, we don't scenario. do names we don't do names.
0: we don't do fucking names here um i don't know what it was i don't know if it's more of a like he's got an issue with the play calling and and i just i it didn't really i don't really get it and this is kind of i feel like one of the reasons that that cliff wanted him to call plays in the preseason to see hey man it's not that fucking easy to just gen up a great offense you know yeah so i i don't know exactly but i do think that that's just a bad bad showing especially on a nationally televised game. You don't do that. You can do that in, in, in on Sunday in the morning. You can probably get away with that. I mean, you'll get coverage, but you won't get Thursday night, Sunday night, Monday night coverage. You know, yeah. you won't get it like that. Um, so I think it's just a bad look on Kyler, and it just makes him look kind of like a douchebag, and he already looks like a child playing football out there. So, I mean, this is just not a good look for him. Yeah, I don't Turner like it personally. Engine. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like it personally, but, I mean, that, I, again, that's just me
1: it reminds me of this uh this scene in wedding crashers but he's like look at her she looks like a kid in toys r us i can't be around her and she's over there stomping on the ground because she wants him to come on their <laughs> boat back home with them because she loves been yeah. fun he with just it, took her virginity with,
0: with, with fingers in <laughs> yeah. Her. Yeah, yeah 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 exactly
1: <laughs> like, i'm gonna, no, i'm I love
0: her.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay so i'm gonna say something a little bit different that i think this says more about Cliffsberry, or whatever we decided to call him today I think it says more about him (laughs) because if you think about like Bill Belichick you wouldn't ever see that you wouldn't see that with a Mike Tomlin team you wouldn't see that so what's going on where players feel comfortable enough to address their head coach in that like old school like Tony Dungy like like real good actual coaches wouldn't get away with that and last year the Cardinals were winning a lot of games so we were actually talking about, man, he just seems like he's doing a really good job. Remi- mm. I've been looking, and I, it's not as much me looking as how much the media has been talking about lately because when you mm. lose, you get talked about a lot. He yeah. couldn't win you know, anything major. He had Patrick Mahomes in college. And I'm just saying, look at Patrick Mahomes with Andy Reid. So I think that he may not be as good as we thought just because when you're winning, you may seem better than you are. But when you're losing, you may seem worse than you are. Mm -hmm. I think he might have hit his peak as a coach. And we kind of are at this place now where we know what he is. And maybe the Cardinals were just playing, you know, better football, but seeing like seeing Kyler talk to him like that kind of told Mm -hmm. me everything I need to know about these players and, and the like, you just can't do that, man. Like, it's almost like if you see a kid, uh, like calling his mom a bitch at the grocery store, it's like, no, nobody's like mad at the kid. Everyone's looking at the parents like, wow, what kind of household are you running? (laughs) Like, (laughs) so I don't know. That's how I felt about it. I thought, man, whatever's going on in Arizona, it doesn't seem very good, but at least they got Deandre Hopkins back. That's the bright side.
0: And you never know, right? Like Again, it, it, it really just might speak more to, to, to King's Bliff Blarry's uh coaching style. Um, but you know, we'll 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 see what happens uh going forward. Next game up, Thursday night football. Uh we went over Thursday night football. Sorry, next game up, Browns at Ravens. Ravens come up with a very mediocre win, I wanna say. You know what I mean? Like I don't wanna I don't wanna call it uh, an impressive, I mean, they beat them 23 to 20. They, I hear they you though. at home, but you know what is, so you, so you kind of like, see what I'm saying, right? Like we had this game Ravens and we kind of were just like, yeah, they're going to blow them out of the water. Right. Cause the Browns have just been shit. The Ravens um, recently
1: played awful in this game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they got 94 total passing yards. They only had 256 total yards. God. They had 160 yards rushing, which is, which is good. So they were able to run the football. Mm -hmm. But the way I saw this game was that it was going to get blown wide open and the Ravens would probably put on a show at home because they just lost to the Giants last week. So I thought that this would be a really good opportunity for them to take advantage of a two and four team, now two and five, coming into their home. But they kind of fought. They fought with them. It was first quarter, Cleveland was winning 10 to three. And then it Mm -hmm. went to halftime and it was 13 to 10. And it was no team like pulled away. They just kind of fought back and forth. And, um, you know, the Ravens able to get out of there with a three-point win. But it's just, is it, you know, just like we've been talking about, is this just every team is tough? Every win is going to be fought that hard with? I don't, I'm not buying that. Just mm-hmm. because Cleveland doesn't really have a, a quarterback. They, they're not yeah. in a position where, like if it was, I don't know, like San Francisco or Minnesota or, even the giants it's just we're there and now when you start getting to 2 and 5 and 1 and 6 you do start seeing that okay even though these teams fight hard if you're going to be a team that goes to the AFC championship which the ravens could potentially be that then mm-hmm. you have to be able to handle the the texans and the lions and even the broncos are on the list right now or even the bears mm-hmm. um who have 3 wins now but It's not as – there's not, like, this margin for, uh, I guess, not knowing what teams really are anymore because we're about at the halfway mark and we Mm -hmm. know, hey, you know, five Mm -hmm. other teams Mm -hmm. had no problem handing Houston an ass whooping. Why couldn't the Ravens do it at home? Um, So that was – I totally understand what you're saying about that game being not what we talked about it being we both picked the Ravens and we both get the dub, but at the end of the day – it's a little under uh, uh It's a you sad will. dub. <laughs> yeah.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And and uh, God, I had a thought and I lost it. But I, I guess I just have to agree with you. You kind of have to like it, it is. It is almost to the halfway point. We kind of know what a lot of these teams are. Again, the, the unless the unless the, the Browns are running the ball on you, like like effectively, you can really just. Play them to that, and and expect Jacoby Brissett to be a game manager. And and without the lead, you can't really manage a game. So, um, it is what it is with that game. Again, we get the dub on that, but Ravens get a dub, you know, yeah. on skin of their teeth to be honest. So, and
1: I don't and I don't think any team, as far as taking care of teams that you're supposed to, I don't think that there was a more disappointing matchup mm-hmm. in that same light than our next game. Um I still don't know what to say about this game. Yeah. It yeah. is it is mind-blowing. Uh I have DJ Moore on my sideline. We're talking about the Tampa mm-hmm. Bay and the Carolina Panthers game. And the Panthers almost shut out Tom Brady and it's the quarterback curse. I we're not going to talk about fantasy, but I just want to <laughs> say this was the week that Tom oh, Brady no. got Cut and I was like, Oh, he's gonna have a big bounce back game. He's playing the the Carolina Panthers, so I start him and he almost yeah. gets shut out, dude. The curse is real, <laughs> the quarterback curse is real.
0: I don't know what to say about that. The fact that you picked up and and we're gonna get to a game later where I picked up a quarterback because Josh Allen had a buy, and I was like, Oh, this has got to be a, a cert 15-20 points, right? But anyway, dude, you have the worst luck with quarterbacks and I mean, I I don't know what happened to Brady and this Bucks team against a depleted Panthers team. They lost CMC before the start of the uh, before the end of Thursday night football, I think. Um yeah. I mean, they still have DJ Moore. They still got one of their def- a couple of their defensive guys who are really young and good. Um, but I mean, they 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 lost their head coach. Breaker Mayfield is trash. They got PJ Walker in. Like this is a team that you should. Again, when we were talking about the Browns and the Ravens, this is a team that you should be able to go in there, even if they are at home and literally stomp on them with Mike Evans, with Tom Brady, with the defense that the bucks have, like you should be able to go in there. And I almost want to say, embarrass them. It should be a reverse score is what it should be. Um, It should be the, the, the bucks with uh, with 21 points and the, and the Panthers with three, but you know, PJ Walker and um, I forget they got rid of their they got rid of CMC and I forget who their running back was, but oh, I mean, they, uh, Hubbard they fight. Hubbard. Yeah, they put up a fight and it, it almost seems to, to me like, hey, we're kind of just fighting for our jobs right now and we might get picked up by a team for next season because the, the Carolina Panthers are just racking up picks by by getting rid of CMC and getting rid of Robbie Anderson. Um but you got to yeah. credit the Carolina Panthers with all that shit that's gone down they still came out with a dub against a Super Bowl team from 2 years ago.
1: Yeah, and also you got to also realize they were able to put on the on the ground game 173 yards well what yeah. I didn't understand was that Tampa they had 276 passing yards and only 3 points which tells me they must have gone for it A lot because they found themselves down 14-0 going into the fourth quarter. So they must have been Mm -hmm. moving the ball and just not converting on fourth down. I'm going to see if I can pull up here um, their fourth down conversions, like how many attempts. But that's the only thing that makes sense to me because it looked like when I see Mike Evans had 17 points and Tom Brady didn't throw a touchdown, but he still got – a what was it, like 14 points or something so i was like mm-hmm. it was it was it was not satisfying but it was still like it wasn't shut out territory because we we've seen yeah, quarterbacks yeah. get like two points one point you know oh, yeah oh yeah so
0: and you saw that uh, mike evans dropped that like sure touchdown too that had to be yeah. heartbreaking for him
1: yeah and i actually i had benched him so whatever <laughs> we're not gonna get too deep into fantasy but <laughs> i uh I I went with Kenneth Walker over him and it did not disappoint. Yeah, but uh, yeah, dude, Carolina beating up on Tampa Bay. It's really confusing because I went into this game thinking Carolina was the worst team in the NFL. I was sure about Mm -hmm. it. They got rid of CMC. I was even more Mm -hmm. confident and then, and then they, they beat Tampa. I don't know what's going on. If the divorce is really getting into Tom Brady. I know for having Mm -hmm. a divorce in my life that your life is, is uh, is very hard to continue your life when you're going through that. It's like your whole life pauses. But the matter of fact is I mean, the true, season yeah. does not pause. The season will not pause for Tom Brady. I just think this is so uncharacteristic. We've never seen a Tom Brady like this, and we've never seen an Aaron Rodgers like this. It's almost like we're seeing mm-hmm. the shift. but Before our eyes, we're seeing Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers kind of go into this Tier 2 category. And Josh yeah. Allen and Patrick Mahomes are kind of like the new Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. That's really what it feels like.
0: I was going to say the same thing, man. Like, it, it's, it's, we kind of knew it was going to happen, but these last couple of years, you're like, there's no way. Like, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady have a few more years in them. And now the, 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 the spiral down, and especially after Aaron Rodgers got a brand new contract, right? Like, the spiral down is looking rough. It is looking rough for them. But, um, Again, credit to Carolina Panthers. And you know, speaking of quarterbacks that are on the rise this next game, the Falcons at the Bengals. Holy shit, Joey Burr, mm-hmm. 480 yards, four yeah. total touchdowns. This guy, you know, we want to talk about Mahomes and Allen with a with, with with a performance like this. This is if he can, you know, if he gets anywhere close for these next few games. We're going to start talking about Joey Burr. Obviously he went to the Super Bowl last year. Right. But yeah. I mean, it wasn't like the most impressive season. It wasn't a Allen esque It wasn't a Mahomes esque type of season, but it was still an impressive one, but Holy shit to 480 plus yards and four total touchdowns. The Bengals got this win like just easily, right? Like it, it was, it was a convincing win 35 to 17 against a very frisky, exciting Falcons team. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's all I got to say. Joey Burr, Jamar Chase, they are the truth in Cincinnati, and Cincinnati is really lucky to have both of these guys on their team right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, I went with Atlanta, so that showed you the faith I had in them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you did.
1: <laughs> but um, look, I mean, you can't blame me. Atlanta has been playing really good, mm-hmm. and they still had 100 yards on the ground. And, you know, it was it's like Tyler Boyd, they Have the best three wide receiver group or wide receivers in the NFL with yeah. Higgins and um uh what's his name <laughs> Jamar, Chase Jamar Chase and Tyler yep. Boyd.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's like if you if you had Tyler Boyd on your bench, it's like dude, everybody did, nobody knew that this was going to be the game, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah exactly. Yeah. I hate when I hate when that happens. This is like that's like me with Eno, whatever his name is from Arizona,
1: yeah. So no, I mean, Benjamin. This was one, of the, I think this yeah. says less about like Atlanta. I mean, obviously their pass defense, you give up 537 total yards and 460 in the air. There's mm-hmm. uh, going to be some questions, but maybe the Bengals just had a day, man. I mean, Atlanta's identity is to run the football and they still had yeah. over hundred yards rushing. So mm-hmm. I don't think for Atlanta, this is like, let's go back to the drawing board. This is like, Hey, our defense needs to step up because from a guy that has a team that can't score more than nine points, seventeen points <laughs> is enough to win a game if your defense is playing at a high level.
0: Yeah, and and that was that's kind of been I I think part of the the like give and take with the Falcons is like the defense isn't great. Um I think yeah. they've given up more than like 17 points this entire season. I, I'll have to double check myself. Well, you know, as a podcast who doesn't do names, we also don't do facts here, but you <laughs> know sounds what I mean? Right, like the though. defense, it sounds, right. it, sounds, it totally sounds right. Oh, um, I can tell you right it, now,
1: actually, how many points they've given up uh, this, this year average. Yeah. Let's go. They've given up, this is defensive rank. They've given up 136 points on week seven, which is ranked mm-hmm. 21st. So, um, not terrible but 100. right 136
0: divided by 7 that's 19 points i was right let's go nice that's
1: <laughs> that's, what, that's my points. that's my podcast <laughs> host right there let's go <laughs>
0: i win um but I, again that's part of the give and take right and and i feel like in the nfl nowadays you kind of have to give up a lot of on the defensive side to gain that offensive edge. And I mean, today they just didn't have it. You know what I mean? Like they went up, uh, uh, up against a very, a pretty, pretty solid uh, Bengals defense and it showed they scored double the points they did. And they ended up with the win. And I mean, that's that. So uh, you, you, when you go up against Joe Burr and he's, he's going to throw for 480, 80 yards in a game that's really uh, any defense would really struggle to kind of win that game. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, no, totally agree. Um good on good on the Bengals. I do think the Bengals are a team that will be in the playoffs. I'm not really like worried about them being four and three. I mm-hmm. think they're just gonna find a way to figure it out with Joe Burrow and that offense and those wide receivers. So that's what this yep. game did for me.
0: <clears throat> yeah, it it did give me more more like confidence in the and and <laughs> And this is this is just me going back to my preseason prediction of like the Bengals not being first. I just want the Bengals to be bad, but they can't. They're just not bad. They're really, really good. <laughs> you said yeah. it, Joey, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, Higgins, uh, Boyd. Like you can't go wrong with this this offense. So I yeah. want them to be bad. I want them to lose. I want Pittsburgh to to win. Uh, which we'll get into later. But I mean, it's just not going to happen. So um, one one team that. Probably is never gonna win another game for the rest of the season. The Lions they visited Dallas, went up against the Cowboys, and got absolutely rocked twenty four to six. Dallas wins. You took the Lions in this this game. I took the Cowboys. I take the dub, and so does Dallas, dude. I, I, I don't know what happened to Jared Goff. What happened to Jared Goff in this offense? All of a sudden, like they went Ever. on a buy. I, I think, and then they just or they got demolished by one team. I forgot what it was. And they just, since then, it's just been a fucking
1: downhill spiral. Yeah, they got beat up on by the Seahawks. And then, mm-hmm. um, you know, that was the week that I started Jared Goff on my fantasy team. And ever since yes. then, he's been like really bad. <laughs> so,
0: mm-hmm. um, Seahawks. Th- Seahawks have that spoiling spoiling uh, uh, magic, I guess. I don't know what it is.
1: Yeah, you know, I should just, whoever the Bears are playing next week, I should just get their quarterback so the Bears win. That, like, <laughs> I thought that the, the Lions, I mean, being the hard knock team that they were, right? Yeah. It yeah. was like we were watching this, and man, there was so much juice around the Lions. And then there they was. go <laughs> out, and they almost beat Philly. They lose by three, and then the mm-hmm. next week, I think they won. And then mm-hmm. on week three, I think they went, Toe to toe with Minnesota, and they should have won. They had like a 14 point lead late in the third. Yep. And it's just like, I mean, even your friend that we had on, he's a Lions fan, right? Alex, yeah. Yeah, Alex. If you would have told me that at the halfway mark, the Lions are going to be one in five, I would have said, What happened? I would have mm-hmm. said, What happened? What fell apart? Something mm-hmm. seriously went wrong for the Lions to be one in five right now. They didn't look one in five, they didn't look like a one in five team. Um, nope. they were exciting and I'm curious to know what fell apart and I, I'm not close enough to know, but I, I do know something <clears throat> fell apart.
0: Yeah. And we honestly like it, I, I think it would be a good idea to get Alex back on to explain what's going on. So maybe we might have him on, uh, either later this week or for next week's recap, but yeah, yeah dude, I, 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 you know, and I said it, um, <clears throat> I said it a couple weeks ago. I forget exactly when I said it, but. This whole this 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 Dan Dan fucking oh, why can't I think of his name? Gamble Dan Campbell, Campbell. the I'm, chalk it was so bad. The chalk dude, it's like it's still on the pants. And soon you know if, if the I think I called it when I said it that Dan Campbell might get fired at the end of the season. Honestly, with the way they've been playing, it might be sooner than that. Um this is only Dan. This is only Dan Campbell's second season as a head coach. Um, I think they give him. It's three. getting to that point. You think they give him three seasons?
1: Yeah, I think he's just he. You can lose a football game, you can't lose a locker room. <clears throat> and I, I think as long as he's the coach, you give him three years. And and uh, I'm telling you, this Lions mm-hmm. team, they're staying together. They're losing, but they're staying together. But here's the sneaky thing. Here's what you got to remember. The Cowboys have made a lot of really good teams. Mm -hmm. On this show, we've had serious talks about a lot of teams that just played the Cowboys, like the Bengals. Um, And I'm starting to think maybe this is just a defense that on any given Sunday, our next (laughs) podcast, we're going to be questioning the team they played. Like, maybe this is just a really, really good defense. I think they... They forced a couple turnovers in the game. Um, mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you just got to give credit to the other team. It's not so much about the Lions. It, it may just be this Lions defense is the real deal, and they're going to take them deep in the playoffs.
0: I, this Lions defense or Dallas defense?
1: Oh, I'm sorry. This This Dallas defense. That's what I meant.
0: Okay. Yeah, cuz I was like, no, they're <laughs> definitely not taking him anywhere near the playoffs. And you've gotta, you got to you got to and and this is one of the things I was talking about a couple weeks ago when I was saying that Dan Campbell might get fired by the end of the season is he has the same team from last year which you know, usually when you, when you have the same team and, and and they look good on hard knocks, which by the way, bet on hard knocks for making us believe in them. But when you have the same team and you you know you bring them into next season and you talk about how like you're you're, you're better, you're not gonna you're you're in these games and then you start off the season the way you do with just losing by three to the, the Eagles and starting off with the number one offense, it gets usually it's like hey, you're supposed to do a lot more things with this team. It's supposed to be winning. Yeah, we have to also remember DeAndre Swift has been out. Amon Rossing Brown has been out as well. So you have your two top offensive weapons who were probably did a lot to contribute to that number one offense in those first few weeks of this season are out with injuries. So I mean, I was going to say that. Toll.
1: Yeah, I was going to yeah. say that too. When, Until I when said you it. Said, no, no, no. When you said <laughs> you're like maybe we can bring Alex in, I was like the injuries. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So. On the spread, right, the Giants are probably the most surprising team. Uh, you look at them last week going into this game 5-1 and one off of a Ravens win. But mm-hmm. for some reason, all the, the professionals and in Vegas, they thought that this was going to be a sneaky win. And on paper, if you looked at, um, I think, uh, points for and points against, the Jaguars mm-hmm. are ranked higher, so they might have just won based on matchups. And the Jaguars were like a sneaky team to win. Giants still get the dub, but they do keep it close. And the Giants are another, or uh, the Jaguars are another two and five team where you can't really like throw the towel on them and just say that they're gonna end up being like two and fourteen. At least I don't feel Mm -hmm. that way. But Mm -hmm. they also wait. Are we talking
0: Giants Jaguars right now? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Uh, (laughs) I didn't know we transitioned. But go ahead. uh, Go ahead. Go ahead. That's my bad.
1: (laughs) No. No. You're good. but um you know staying with staying with the giants keeping it a six-point game what do you what do you take Mm -hmm. from this game are the giants just going to win a lot of close games like this or are they just i don't know if they're playing down to their competition
0: i i i think a lot of this does have to do with coaching with what you got from brian Dable. Dable is 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 Someone who just came into this team and realized, okay, I'm just going to play to whatever the fucking strengths I have. And I think, you know, I, I I feel like I saw record saying this, but you know, Daniel, Daniel Jones is just a runner. And he's like, I'm going to run my quarterback. I'm going to run with Saquon. Saquon is having a resurrection type of year. And you know, nobody could have called that, but Dable said, if I have a running back with quads, the size of fucking tree trunks, then yes, I'm going to run this guy. And Daniel Jones, my quarterback, not the best passer When you get him in open space and you've got him running forward, this guy is fast and can get you, you know, can get you places, can get touchdowns, which he has gotten. So you combine good coaching from Dable, which, you know, he's an he's an offensive guy who who literally made Josh Allen into who he is. Combine that with a schedule that's been somewhat easy, even with the uncertainties that this season has like showed. And you, that's like a winning formula. They're winning the, the games that they're supposed to. Are they winning them close? Sure. But, I mean, that's what's going to propel them into the playoffs. I mean, they're 6-1, and one, right? So it's kind of tough to not make the playoffs starting off 6-1. and one. Like, you've got to have a really, really bad rest of the season to not get to the playoffs. And in an NFC East that has the Eagles and the Cowboys, you're going to take whatever wins you can get, um, you know, when they're doing the things they're doing. So I think it's just a combination of good coaching, solid offensive uh, um game planning, using the, the people that you have, and combined with a schedule that's kind of just in your favor. And that's that's really how it's worked. Brian Dable is just double the size of a man's balls, too. Right. Like and he, he goes for it, and he, you know, he it just comes out on top for him. Uh, what I do say, what I do want to say though is I have a bold prediction. This is gonna be Dable's gonna be like Nagy. Was in his first year with the Bears, coach of the year, and then just tumble, just like down, just down, fucking, just down after this year. So I'm kind of hoping that happens because I'm a New York hater. So
1: oh you know, yeah, whatever. I was like, what's up with that prediction? <laughs> like, are you okay? <laughs> like, do you want to talk just about a it? New York? I'm down <laughs> um, bad. <laughs> but yeah, all those, yeah, all those- he's gonna he lose his, his family, his season. marriage, his kids. He's gonna lose it all. <laughs> Um, <laughs> third down, third down conversions. The Giants are went fifty percent. Okay, that's really good. I guess. Oh, I mean, okay. it could be better, but fifty percent. That's. I would take that right now. Time of mm-hmm. possession. Yep. Thirty four minutes to twenty five minutes. So they have the ball longer because they're running the football. Obviously, they mm. had two hundred and thirty six rushing yards. That's a lot. That's a lot of rushing yards, and. Yeah eight penalties to the Jaguars 13. So they're well coached. They're 50% on third down and they're able to run the ball and control the clock because Mm -hmm. here's, here's what's really interesting. Jacksonville had 452 yards of total offense, but it only resulted in 17 points. So yeah, it's like bend, but don't break. Mm -hmm. That's what it seems like. They're getting into the red zone and um they're able to play solid red zone defense and they they're not getting penalized they're controlling the things they can control and it's uh it's it's working for them my bold prediction has nothing to do with uh dabble uh losing his family my uh my bold prediction is that <laughs> jesus christ my bold prediction that, by the way <laughs> if they're just <laughs> tuning in right now yeah um he didn't say that <laughs> My bold prediction is that the giants are not going to make the postseason this year.
0: Wow. Wow. Yep. Bold and um, fucking words.
1: Yeah. I think that, uh, there's still going to be, I still think Dabo is going to double. It's going to get a uh, coach of the year. I do, mm-hmm. but I think they're going to miss it by the week 17 loss.
0: And, and I could, I could totally see that happening too. Right. Like, like, I don't think it's likely, but if, if it's going to happen to anybody, it's going to happen in a New York team. You know what I mean? Like they're just bad sometimes when it comes to shit, like in crunch time. So I can see yep. that happening. I don't think it's likely, but again, I can see that happening. Um, it
1: looks like they have a thing, bye week next week too. So can't know, lose on a bye them. week
0: I mean, eh, you can, um, <laughs> you, you get some injuries, you lost the bye week Um, Next game up, we have got the Colts at Titans, visiting Tennessee, getting the loss in Tennessee. Uh, Matt Ryan is getting benched, I think, for Sam Ellinger. Um, yeah, for next week's for the, game.
1: No, for the rest of the season.
0: Oh, for the rest of the season. I mean, I, I, I can see why. The Colts are what three two and one or three three and one or something like that now.
1: Yeah, three three and um, one.
0: Yeah, three, three, and one after the loss to the Titans. Um, and I mean, it wasn't like it wasn't like this exciting game. I mean, sure, if you're a Titans fan, you love it. But I mean, they lost nineteen to ten. And Matt Ryan threw the ball forty four times. I think he had like two touchdowns and an interception, or one touchdown and an interception, whatever it was. Yeah, one touchdown, two interceptions, sacked three times. Jonathan Taylor had only fifty eight yards. So this offense is obviously not clicking with Ryan because one, you have Jonathan Taylor who was. I think an MVP last year, an NFL MVP, or should have been an MVP. Sorry. Um, and he's <laughs> only getting 58 yards on 10 attempts. And you've got Matt Ryan throwing the ball 40 sometimes. Like, I don't think, I don't think it's necessarily Matt Ryan's fault. I think the coaching has a lot to do with this. Um, but the Titans, the Titans also like credit to them. Credit to Tannehill Hill. Still going strong. 13 completions, no touchdowns or anything, but Derrick Henry, uh doing his thing 128 yards and i'm not honestly i'm not sure how they got touchdowns uh i don't think did they even get a fucking touchdown i don't know how they got them yeah
1: or they got they got one in the third
0: oh okay because i'm not seeing anything on the stats here i don't know who scored for the for the titans but um the colts offense just isn't gelling yeah the offense just isn't gelling for the colts Sam Ellinger's coming in. Matt Ryan's getting benched. What, what did you think about this game? Any like thoughts? I mean, this is kind of a boring game.
1: Yeah, um, I guess my only thought: Tennessee went into halftime at thirteen to zero, so they had the uh, the shut up kind of going for them. They they kind of had this game won from the beginning and mm-hmm. never lost it. Ne- never played without the lead. Um, my thoughts were kind of you know echoing yours with. 65 yards on the ground like how do you do that and Mm -hmm. i understand if you go into the halftime being shut out you're more likely to have to be a little more picky on your play calling probably playing behind is going to warrant a lot more passes but you also have to remember that you're only down 13 points it's not 24 to 0 you're down two possessions you have the whole you might as well have the whole game you know 13 points is not enough points to throw the playbook away when you have maybe the best running back in the NFL, definitely considered uh top three Mm -hmm. and you just throw, throw the runaway and start throwing it a bunch of times. It, it just seems sloppy. (laughs) They seem a little desperate. And meanwhile, the, the the Tennessee Titans are back to their winning ways of just running the football for 138 yards. Derrick Henry, very (laughs) Derrick Henry heavy, not scoring a ton of points, but they could on any given Sunday. and, playing defense and this is a team that i see making the playoffs i this is a team i see winning the division
0: oh wow Okay, i mean yeah the the the, the afc south right now looks just dog shit you know what i mean like we really thought like like the the bucks were gonna kind of run away with it and it's just dog shit division so Tannehill and the the titans derrick henry king henry they're gonna they're gonna take it um
1: well the bucks are in the falcons and oh nfc
0: Anthony. god what am i, dude. I
1: you're good you're good you're good it's, it's a been long a
0: long day. Monday night. It's been a long Monday night.
1: <laughs> the Bears Next. won, so he's trashed. <laughs> I'm, no, to... I'm fucking hammered. the greatest day of my life.
0: We talked about you having quarterback troubles in fantasy uh, uh, when you picked up uh, Tom Brady on the Bucs. This is the game I had. I had picked up Aaron Rodgers against the Commanders, thinking this is an easy 15 to 20 points. No. The Packers came into Washington – And what did we talk about last week or or, yeah, last week, Taylor Heineke instills that excitement or some, it just invokes emotion from that Washington commanders fan base. They ended up winning 23 to 21 and they made Aaron Rodgers, even though he passed two touchdowns and you know, he did get an interception. They made him look stupid, dude. They made him look not like a four-time MVP, super bowl winning quarterback, future hall of fame. They made him look nothing like that. Um, So Taylor Heineke came in, came in uh, starting for uh, uh, an injured Carson Wentz, and you know he had the headband on. He just he had just, he had the Heineke look that, that you always that you like to see from him from playoffs past. Um, he went to the playoffs. Just remember that. Um, so so he, <laughs> he went. Did? He came in, got the dub. Yeah, he paid, I think he had a passing touchdown and one interception or something like that. Oh, I
1: totally Two passing forgot.
0: touchdowns. Yeah,
1: that was either that, that was or he the- was.
0: Yeah, or a wild card game. I don't know what it was exactly. Either way, he was well, in the playoffs.
1: I watched the press conference after the game and Rodgers is just like, yeah, we didn't play very good. Like he didn't really know what to say besides um there was missed opportunities. He said we all need to play better. Like it's not mm-hmm. just on me. It's not he wasn't calling out his receivers. He was saying like collectively, we're not playing good football right now. Yeah. And um yeah. You know, that's really all <laughs> That's all I want to hear from a fan when I listen to the press conference. All I hear is that, oh, we'll get there. But, it you know, this is kind of a really important moment for the Packers because if they don't win next week, and next week we'll talk about that on Thursday, but they're going to Buffalo. so Yeah, yeah. Aaron Rodgers said it best. He's like, this is probably what we need. This is an opportunity for us to be exposed in Buffalo. And yeah. you know, one way to get people to remember your Aaron bleep and Rogers is to go into Buffalo and get a win. Um, and Buffalo is coming off a of bye week. So good luck with that. I think um, this <laughs> Packers team is just not the Packer team that we've seen in the past. If it, yeah if they need nathaniel hackett back dude i'll ship him right now i'll put a bow on it i'll pay the shipping i'll overnight that pitch um oh,
0: and i was gonna i was gonna say speaking of nathaniel hackett you just want to get into the next game you want to roll into this game that my wife was like literally laughing at you for oh, oh my god sucked. doesn't it suck that she is not actually a Jets fan, and she's just being a Jets fan to just troll us.
1: <laughs> it is the like greatest troll run in history. <laughs> it's because it's working somehow. It's, it's because working. It's
0: working. She's using her magic powers. It's, it's spooky time. I think that's. I think it's going to wear out after October.
1: I hope so, man. I hope so. I mean, <laughs> look. Let me let me just dive in really quick. Please do. The Denver Broncos are. Not doing anything wrong defensively, and I want to start with that. Um, they kept. <laughs> I think Zach Wilson was like two for ten on passes over ten yards. This is a team that had 105 passing yards on the day, and <laughs> they ran the ball for 155. But that was really one big run that was 80 yards. They had one big play the entire game. Mm-hmm. Um. Yep. This this was 324 total yards of offense for the Denver Broncos. But once again, this was a game where going into it, it was going to be decided if if the ripen where we were saying, we were calling it, let's rip it, let him rip Ripping. it instead of let's ride. We're like, if he can go in and just have timing with this offense and prove that systematically um this offense does work. Russ is just out of source, out of time, because we've seen him missing wide open targets. It was gonna kind of identify if the problem lied within Nathaniel Hackett or Russell Wilson. And I don't know how much I buy into that because why would you expect a backup quarterback to go and outperform? Because a lot of Broncos people were saying, Hey, I think that we're whatever, whatever bar we were at, we are now lower. They said, this is the worst we've been all season. I was like, not really. We scored nine points against the Colts. And we had Russell Wilson, who's supposed to be our hope in future. I think that this is just Nathaniel Hackett's offense is terrible. Like He threw it 46 times with Brett Rippon. Why are you throwing the ball 46 times against a Jets team when the whole entire game, you're within a field goal, basically, of them? You held them to three field goals. And I've been saying it every single week. All we have to do is score more than 16 points that's our number that is our number not 16 we have to score more so 17 18 19 will all work and all we do every week is score less than 16 points it gets to a, a very frustrating point where it's hard to watch it's really hard to watch it's stale it's stagnant it's not improving and it's a franchise like denver is iconic and you know Up to the 2015 season, I told you, more Mm -hmm. more Super Bowl appearances than losing seasons. We're not used to seeing the Broncos be this bad for this long. I've spent one-third of my life now watching this atrocious offense, and it's getting (laughs) to a point where people are getting worn out, yet fans leaving mile high. And they're not leaving because they're not invested and they don't care. They're leaving because they can't stand the torture chamber that they're stuck in watching the same shit on replay over and over and over. And I mean, I didn't turn the game off because I had hope, but aside from some bad penalties on sauce Gardner, that there was a couple that were just blatantly Mm -hmm. where Jerry Judy had him beat and he grabbed his shoulder and pulled him back. And there was one on Cortland Sutton on a big fourth down to end the game. They just kind of didn't throw the flags and there was a fumble return for a touchdown. They said they blew a whistle. Yeah. There was some of that stuff going on, but, Look, you can't you can't be so close in games that you, you count on you, you gotta yell at the refs. Like mm-hmm. this game shouldn't have been close for how good they played defense. If we just would have scored like one touchdown, man, just one, like this just game yeah. would have at least been tied. But they couldn't do it. They scored one touchdown, they missed the extra point, and all they could do was three more points for the rest of the game. It's the same story, and it's I'm nauseous just talking about it.
0: And and if you follow us at on on Instagram at Star Six Media, you saw Kyle's frustration. We've got Eric in, fresh off of a Bears win uh, at Big League Chicago with a live stream, uh, Bears post game live stream. Catch that on uh, the YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, all the good stuff. Eric, what are your thoughts on this Jets uh, uh, Denver Broncos game? Sixteen? What was it? The twelve to nine? 16 to, uh, 16 nine to nine, yeah. win. Yeah, 16-9 Jets win. What do you think? Right, if it wasn't for Kyle naming the actual
2: players with the team, I really thought he was just talking about the Chicago Bears for a quick second because it just kind of sounds eerily similar, especially <laughs> what we've been through for the last couple of years, or not even the last couple of years, literally, like the last couple of decades, where we just all struggled to score some points, and we had some like that this year. Um, look, man, I, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to say. I, 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 I'm actually putting some money down that Nathaniel Hackett might get even – You'd be on the chopping block, you know, before the season end, anyways. Right? It's nothing yep. has nothing has worked. What has worked for for the Broncos this year? Got money for Russ? You thought Russ was gonna be it? You have the players. I ain't gonna you have the players. Why hasn't it worked? I don't know if he still thinks it's Aaron Rodgers back there. I I don't know what it is. Like reports are coming out that they're thinking about trading away, you know, Judy, which is Weird in its own way because he's he barely you barely drafted him like what two three years ago,
1: yeah, two if, years ago. If yeah, that, so it's kind of like
2: it's it's kind of like you know, it's like the blue and orange was like the other way though. And it, it's kind of it's it's weird that the Broncos <laughs> are this we weren't expecting this from the Broncos like at all. I think all yeah. of us all of us thought it were they were they were gonna be high and, and mighty, you know, in, in the AFC West and the, what was supposed to be the tough AFC West and it just it's ending up being like just any old AFC West where it's just the Kansas city chiefs are just rolling, strolling and just dominating.
0: Yeah. yeah. And this is, and you, you can clearly see from Kyle that the frustration with the fans are just boiling over. Kyle, like, is it, video, it but is, is it like, <laughs> you love to see it, right? Um, is this just, is it panicking too soon or is it like, is it just frustration and you don't want to see anything really happen? No, no, trades, no, 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 Nathaniel Hackett being gone at the end of the year. What is exactly the feeling? I guess you would say as a Broncos fan.
1: The feeling I have is, and there's a lot of people that when things aren't going well, they, everybody is pointing at everybody. Now I'm going to start with the GM, George Payton. He should have a secure job. He's building a great roster. And you guys know from seeing him in Minnesota for all those years, he's the real deal. Nathaniel Hackett, I, I just think he's got to go. Um, and I've never, ever given a coach less than one year to prove themselves. But, and honestly, I it's easy to say this as a fan, but if I was the GM, would I fire him? I'm not sure yet because it's only been, you know, seven games. But here's the red flag for me. Nothing's improving. Nothing's getting better. Um, and I just, I don't know if it's Russell Wilson or it's Nathaniel Hackett um like let's say you get rid of Hackett and Russ is just you know doing the same thing and it's like ooh was it the right move and a lot of people from Seattle because they stalk Russell Wilson's Twitter like a jealous girlfriend they are like oh Russell Wilson was just basically um he was in a system with Pete Carroll and per- Pete Carroll knew how to use him but he was never a good quarterback and I'm like I don't know man I just saw so many highlights of him spinning around and I understand he's not as mobile now, but he he's not even a shell of who he he was. And I just have a hard time believing he dropped off a cliff in a matter of half of a season. It just doesn't add up to me. I think you got to get rid of Nathaniel Hackett. And if you're smart, you start calling Sean Payton. That 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 is a guy that I think could come into a scenario like this and want to be there. There's a lot to there's a lot to like about this job. Great fan base traditions you got john elway in the building peyton manning's always in the building i yep. mean if you're sean payton this is a fun place to come and you got talented people but this is what makes it so frustrating is that we recognize we're in a window we drafted all these guys Cortland sutton tim patrick uh kj hamler jerry judy a nice running back who's out for the season but these are all drafted these are hand selected by george payton all on rookie contracts still You're in a window right now, and this is what you do with it. It's that's what sucks. Like it's one thing to lose games, and you're like, "We don't have a talented football team." It's one thing to see all these guys on the field, and you're like, "Dude, we're literally in a window, and we're just throwing it away." And that's that for me is the hardest part. I would rather lose with no talent.
0: That's and it's crazy that you say that that you would just want Nathaniel Hackett gone at the end of the year. I. It, to me, like like you said, like you, you usually don't give – you give a coach more than a year, right, to kind of figure it out. But you have a point. The roster they have is just – it's really good, and there's just something not, not not happening between the talent on the field and the coaching staff. Like there's just a disconnect, and, and I don't know what it is. But, Eric, you got any last thoughts on this game before we move on? Broncos country. Let's ride. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God. I- it is just – He's just being mean at this point.
1: Literally, I am. (laughs) My uh, my last thought though is that if we lose in London, uh, Nathaniel Hackett will be fired. That is definitely. Yeah, he will be fired right before he gets home from London. Heard it. (laughs) He
2: probably won't even make the plane back to the states. He'll just stay in London and just keep it there.
0: Your, your GM's gonna call and be like, you know what, stay, enjoy the UK for a bit. We'll talk that's when you get back.
2: Let's <laughs> hey, talk about hey, you know, we just got scheduled this new buy for the week. You just just enjoy <laughs> yeah. your time here in London.
1: They actually do have a buy week. That's funny. After the London game, oh, that's nice, a, oh, nice, Actually, quick plug: they might not pay play Russ in London, so he has a full like basically four weeks to recover from the hamstring. Mm -hmm. Just something to throw out there in case people are wondering about starting him, which I don't know why you would. Um, And then the, the very last thing was it's hard for George Payton to, it's hard for George Payton to fire hack it because he hired him. So, you know, the mistake it's his fault. He's like pointing out his own flaw. You know what I mean? So I still think he would do it, but it's, it doesn't look good on him either. So, uh that's my last thoughts on that we'll see what happens we got the jacksonville at 9 30 a.m sunday uh we could keep it with the afc west though we got a couple more afc west games coming up here the raiders who we thought were underperforming uh did what they probably should have done against the texans team uh 20 to 38 Mm -hmm. what did you think about the raiders and the ability to almost drop a 40 burger
0: I'm not going to lie. This is a game that I did not switch on like once I had, I had a, a a game we'll talk about later, the chiefs and the Niners that I was like, yeah, this game I'm watching. Um, but I mean, again, like you mentioned, this is a team that is did exactly what they should have done. I don't think they should have given up 20 points to the Texans. Although I feel like, again, Houston is one of those teams where it's like they can't absolutely put up 20 points. They're just, you know, kind of a shit team in general. Um, but you know, this is the Raiders did what they were supposed to do. They they got the dub 38 to 20. Again, I didn't really watch this game, although the stats kind of have. um What's his name? Sorry, uh Derek Carr. Uh, I mean, yeah. 20 for 27 with a touchdown, 240 yards. Like it was awesome. And then it was really the Jacob show, right? 20 rushes for 143 yards. Um, Devontae Adams, eight receptions, 95 yards like like this is. This is something that the Raiders should have done, and they did it. Eric, did you did you take a look at this game? Did you gander at this game at all? I had the red zone. It, it'll pop up every <laughs> once in a while. But,
2: you know, it it was uh, the only reason why I had uh, I had a, a car with any anytime touchdown, Devontae Adams with an anytime touchdown. So <clears throat> that's the only reason yeah. why I really had it. It was in, in, on my red zone simply because that and fantasy <clears throat> football focus, to be honest with you guys. Real quick, yeah, got to go. Just wanted to say hi. You know, good job on the show. Broncos country. Let's ride. Bears, (laughs) baby. Bears, baby. We We weren't embarrassed on national football. I mean, on national TV. Hey, I I picked the Bears. I picked the Bears. (laughs) You did pick the Bears, yeah.
0: And we all picked the Bears to lose. We
2: did it. (laughs) We did it. We absolutely did not. I told him I actually chose the Patriots. Yeah. I, I love. I love to be proven wrong by the Bears. I love to be Same. proven wrong by the Bears. That's I all mean, they do. Even though, Same. even though I lost on a thousand seven hundred dollars, but that's another story for another day. Oh no! Um,
1: <laughs> Never bet against your own team. Exactly. But yeah.
2: see, I don't even bet for my team because my heart yeah, and my soul is already invested. And if yeah. I invest my yep. money into it, I'll be triple pissed. So. Yep. um Yep. Yeah, yep. guys. Good seeing you guys. <laughs> Bear down. Thirty-three. Fourteen. I'm excited. I'm happy. I'm going to sleep a happy man, guys. I got to go to work. That's a, that's I, miss <laughs> I miss that feeling. I miss that feeling, man. Scared.
1: God. Uh, that That is a good feeling. Now, I just want to say the one hole in the Raiders that it'll be easy not to talk about that I think is a major concern, 404 total yards on the Houston Texans. That is not yeah. like something to just not talk about. They True. are very vulnerable on defense. Now, that's like a Davis Mills led Houston team. I mean, I'm not trying to be an ass, but you give up 400 yards to Davis Mills. Like, what are you going to do when you play the Chargers or the the Chiefs? Yeah. So, to me, it's like it's bittersweet if you're a Raiders fan because it's like, yeah, we got the win, and it doesn't look close. But what is going on with our defense giving up 400 yards to Davis Mills?
0: And Mills was 300 yards, two touchdowns. So yeah that There's is a good fantasy like really, player <laughs> oh yeah one of the, that's who you should have picked up <laughs> yeah who would, who would have known Quarterback, davis mills
1: let's ride
0: <laughs> davis <sighs> mills mills mafia um let's move on to the next game keeping it in the afc west this is when we disagreed on yeah at chargers what a fucking game by the seahawks Chargers lost thirty-seven to twenty-three at home. You had the Seahawks in this. I had the Chargers. I thought the Chargers were going to win at home. I I was bamboozled, and and I want my money back. Uh, Chargers, um, <laughs> <laughs> dude. Geno Smith, two hundred ten yards, two passing touchdowns. I mean, it was really KJ Walker, right? That rushing for one hundred and sixty, almost one hundred seventy yards, um, in this game, but he's. But wow, like, like this, this Seahawks team should not be this good. And yet somehow they are, they're, they're what right now? What, what are they? They are four and three and first in the NFC West. They're leading their division. Wow. And you know, we're going to talk about this, the nine years later, but they're leading their division and they started off again. You kind of talked about the, the, we talked about how they, or, or I said that they like have this like weird Hold on, teams where you know they beat them and then their just season collapses like they did it to the Broncos. Sorry, not to keep rubbing it in, but like, are they gonna do it to the Chargers now? They did it to to the to the Lions. Like this this team of fucking kind, I I, I nobody's really right or just other than DK Metcalf and and their other wide receiver, they're doing things in Seattle. And I don't know, man. I I just p Carroll's a good coach too. I think we should give him credit for this.
1: Yeah, and Kenneth Walker is the real deal, and everybody Kenneth knew. Walker. Yeah, and he, everybody knew when he got the start last week. They were like, "Oh, this dude's about to go off," and now he's done it two weeks in a row. And yeah, uh, he's if you were like watch him play, he is just he's going to be really good for a while. 168 mm-hmm. yards, two tuds. I am going to do the first time in history. I'm going to offer you a trade. I know that on your team that you don't have a running back, and I want (laughs) to know what everybody thinks about it. He doesn't have a running back. He's been riding with Nashi Harris. who has like one game over 50 yards. And Chubb,
0: and Chubb, and Chubb.
1: No, no, no. I mean, he doesn't have one. He has Chubb, but he needs a running back. So I'm going to give him Kenneth Walker and Mike Evans. Four? Josh Allen.
0: Absolutely not. Nope. Dude, that nope. is There's look no at way. the points though. That'd be bad There's, on me. that you know screwed on the quarterback. I'm screwed on the quarterback. I know, but then.
1: think about it, quarterbacks like know, minus ten. You it. got forty points. At With least, the luck dude. we've
0: both been having, quarterbacks are not easy to replace.
1: <laughs> uh, let us know look. if you would take that trade. I'm curious. I think I think it's <laughs> worth considering because you're like, what well, if Josh Allen has thirty points and mm-hmm. Kenneth Walker and Mike Evans have twenty? I mean, you got more points just starting mm-hmm. them too. Right, over and, and, and you're,
0: over two yeah, positions over but you're two.
1: still gonna have somebody in there scoring 10 to 15 points and look I,
0: I i can't do it i can't do it. i can't give up josh allen with the season he's having there's no way there's just no way i could give up josh allen i'll give you like, tom he's brady. one of those huh
1: i'll give you tom brady
0: i'll give you a crisp high five for tom brady how about that <laughs>
1: Let us know let us know in the comments how disrespectful.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's Seahawks Chargers again, third AFC West team, or sorry, uh fourth actually, all AFC West teams. Yep. Chiefs visiting the Bay Area going against the 49ers. They looked Patrick Mahomes 430 yards or something like that. A couple tutties. <sighs> they made the San Francisco 49ers look like dog shit, dude. And, yeah, and, and the this defense Chiefs are the 49ers, really good. The Chiefs are really, really good. And this is a 49ers team that has all the talent, and they added CMC. And they still have a really dominant defense, and they got a 40-burger. 40, burger. 40 yeah. not 40, but 44-burger put on them. Dude, like, 44 I think that's just burger. a testament. That, I think that's just a testament is how good the Chiefs are and have always been, well, last five years or so.
1: Yeah, 530 yards of offense. For the Chiefs, if you just show me that one stat, 99% of the time, you're Mm -hmm. you're talking about the winner. Um, And this was against the number one defense in the NFL, a team that gave up 89 points going into this. 89 points total, and they gave up 44. They gave up half of their yearly total in one game. I just... Jesus Christ. And you got a Chiefs team that... (laughs) is averaging 29.8 points a game, and they score 44. So, wow. I mean, the combination of that is just, like, is mind-blowing because they had had a better offense than normal against the best defense they could have played. And this is a Chiefs team that, until something happens to Andy Reid or Patrick Mahomes (laughs) – You can just write them up. This is I've told people in the offseason, this is the new Tom Brady, Bill Belichick. And Mm. they were like, no, no, no. I I got surprising amounts of no. And, dude, mark my words, when the AFC Championship rolls around, it'll be the uh, Bills and the Chiefs. It's almost like that's what people don't like about the NBA sometimes is like it's so predictable. Like you already know who's going to go because it just – talent really kind of dominates the nba and now they're building a lot of super teams Mm -hmm. this is kind of the case i feel about the afc it's like i it's fun to you know think that one of these other teams could squeak in but i mean is it is it just another buffalo kansas city it seems like it watching games like this and the 49ers (laughs) they look just they look good one week and then they look bad and then they lose to the broncos and then they mm-hmm. win an impressive road game. And I thought this was a real test for them. This is like, okay, who are the 49ers? Okay. That's who they are. Got it.
0: Yeah. And and you know, to your to your chiefs' point, like the this is a team that for the last few years or whatever is good for 12 to 15 wins a season. There's like zero doubt in my mind that they are never that they are that they can be worse than 12 to 15 wins. Uh,
1: maybe just,
0: 11, maybe 11, maybe 11 on like an off year where Patrick Mahomes sits out a couple games because he's hurt or something. Or maybe they just like, Hey, we're already, we already won the division by week 15. So let's just let whoever the fuck, you know, take, take yeah. the reins at quarterback here. Um, I hear you. And, and, and the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. Like you said, they look good one week. They, they have a weird loss, another, and then they go up against an elite team like the chiefs and their defense is just, nowhere to be found letting up 44 points. And again, this is like, I think this is all credit to the chiefs. They go against a lot of good talent and have gone up against a lot of good talent over the last few years. They know they, they they know what, what defenses look like. There's no upcoming defense. I think that they can't really beat unless it might be the bills. Um, But this is all credit to the chiefs, man. Like the San Francisco 49ers have a good team and they have a lot of talent, but they just lose against a more talented team. And I think that's really it at the end of the day for this game.
1: Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. That was um, a game that was also not really close at any point. I know you said you watched it. It seemed like the chiefs pretty much had a handle on that the whole time. Uh, And you
0: saw, and you saw a couple plays from the, from the 49ers defense, but it just, it was never, it was never a complete game from them because like you said, it was never close. So. That's yeah, what it is.
1: They're just missing that defensive piece. Yeah. Um, I forgot his name. <laughs> it's Ooh, uh, uh, Bosa, right? They're missing Bosa. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, 49ers. Yeah, they're missing Bosa right now.
1: That, that, is, that is a big, big, you know, that's a big miss. So, yeah, that took us to Sunday night. We had Sunday Night Football in SoFlo, South Florida, for those that don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> SoFlo. If you don't know, now you know, SoFlo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's actually what they call it. But anyway, um, so <laughs> <laughs> South Florida, um, not – I mean, it was a fun first half, but both teams yeah. scored zero points in the second half. So mm-hmm. you could have stopped watching at halftime. You missed nothing. You um, really could have. It was – 10 to 16 in the at the end of the first half and that was the score at the end of the game. Tua mm-hmm. came back um 261 yards passing, 111 rushing yards. Seems like a very well balanced offense. Um mm-hmm. that's kind of what I would expect going into halftime with a lead. Um hey, they got they got the job done. The Steelers, I don't think they're going to win the north. I don't know where you stand on that. At this point no. in the season, no, but I got to keep the bet alive. <laughs> um, oh God, I hope they make you do something terrible. Go ahead. I was gonna say,
0: there's. I got to keep the bet alive. I said Steelers preseason. I got to stick to it. You know the AFC North. Um, until unless the the Ravens and the Bengals decide to like just shit the bed, kind of like you said with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, unless something happens to them, they're gonna win the fucking North. Um, yeah. They, here's the thing. And I did exactly what you said. You got to watch the first half and then just turn it off. That's exactly what I did. My wife and I were just watching something else. Um, which by the way, we didn't mention, but my wife did. Oh no, we did. We did her trolling of the jets on you. Um, <laughs> I was just going to say on that part real quick, it's going to be so bad. If the jets beat the Broncos and the bears, she's just going to troll my ass. Anyway, <laughs> this was a first half where you could see how different this offense operates under Tua versus Bridgewater. Bridgewater versus anyone else you throw out there. Dude, they, these first couple drives from Tua were yeah, these first couple drives were so smooth. Everything was going exactly as uh, as McDaniel McDaniel's was 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 hoping it would. The only one thing I wish would change is Tua just fucking slide, dude. Stop lowering your shoulder. You just came off missing a few games from a concussion like settle down but yeah you know, other than that the the offense was flowing a lot better um Raheem Mostert is doing really well on this team you remember that name from a while ago with with the, I with do. the 49ers right like I do. yeah so like this offense just looks so much better with Tua and obviously it does than backup quarterbacks but it's just nice to see the Dolphins kind of get back in the group with Ty- 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 Tyreek Hill and uh waddle it just it it just looks like it looks what i wish the bears would look like they looked a lot better tonight but it I w- it looked what i wish the bears would look like every week you know with the with a quarterback like that so it it the, the offense would just return to to what it is under mcdaniels and tua and i think going forward they're going to score more than 16 points for the next couple weeks as long as tua is healthy and you know staying away from those concussions um but yeah it just looked better and pittsburgh uh Pickett, um, I like Pickett. I do like Pickett. I, I think.
1: Yeah, I was going to say that too.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't see really anything too wrong with him. Um, I don't think he's a runner. He's definitely a pocket passer right now.
1: Well, he did, Um, he did did scramble.
0: I was going to say he did roll out of the pocket and scramble for a few times there. Um. But I just I I just don't I, I think Pittsburgh is fine with Pickett at the, as their quarterback. They got George Pickens, you know, also as, as a wide receiver. They've got Chase Claypool. They've got Deontay Johnson. Um, so I think they're going to be fine at quarterback. Obviously, this is kind of a transition year. You know, you get Trubisky to to be that veteran, and you sit him for for Pickett, which I think you know I, I is the right move. I wish I wish Nagy would have done that last year with Andy Dalton and Justin Fields. But he just needs to let it throw, and that's what that's what um, um, the god the, the head coach for the Steelers is doing. That's what he's doing. Tomlin. And, and Tomlin, Mike Tomlin. That's exactly what he's doing. That's what he should be doing. But Steelers Nation, I think with Pickett, you guys are fine. You, you're going to take a bunch of L's this year, but starting next year, once he gets a full uh uh you know year in the NFL, you know just that experience, I think you'll be fine for next year.
1: Yeah, he had, and he had an interception, I think, on his second drive, and he was able to come back and lead a touchdown scoring drive on the on the balling. Yeah. So that's kind of what you want to see. You want to see the ability to bounce back really quick. And then mm-hmm. he threw um, a second interception, I believe it was in the third quarter, um, which just looked like not yeah. understanding the speed of the game or the or the wide receiver ran the wrong route. So he did have two interceptions. But there was also a lot to like. Um, he had three total, actually. He had one at the very end in garbage time. But mm-hmm. I don't want to say garbage time because there was 18 seconds left and they were down six points. So Yeah, yeah. But it, he had a chance to win the game. So there is three picks. It's easy to just get, like, oh, the Steelers have their new guy. Mm-hmm. He's still got to, like, go out there and do a little bit better than three picks in a game. And And, look, for these young guys, you have to like just accept in their first year that they're gonna throw a lot of picks. Like you just yeah. gotta throw them into the fire. You know, uh, what is it like? Death by uh, it, whatever. Just throw them out there. Yeah. Let him make mistakes. Let him get better. Let him let him feel the game. I mean, he's not gonna get better sitting on the bench learning from. No offense, but uh, homie from Chicago, Trubisky.
0: Trubisky. He's not. <laughs> no, like, it's not like nah. he's
1: sitting behind Brett Favre. Or, you know somebody like honorable, but mm-hmm. I also thought that was Ben Roethlisberger like decent. <laughs> I like I like blew my mind. <laughs> I thought he was so bad. It's his the last same
0: team, right? Like it's the yeah, same team. It's
1: the same team. I was like, maybe Ben Roethlisberger wasn't like the worst quarterback that we thought he was because <laughs> they were always at least five hundred. So yeah, I thought true. this was a game that. Uh, Pittsburgh could have won. The door was open there at the end, but they're just missing that veteran leadership that Roethlisberger had. If I, th- yeah. I think if this was a Roethlisberger-led team, Pittsburgh would have probably drove down and got the touchdown, yeah, to win the game because they were only down mm-hmm. six. So that's kind of my take on it. Um I expected that, though, Tua coming back from a major injury being out for two weeks, and yeah. then he was pretty much out for three weeks. Um, So I think it's going to take a little time to, like, get the wheels going again. This was a good mm-hmm. first game though, cause they got a win and uh, we'll see where they go from there. But uh, I think uh, Miami, like if, if their stock, their stock was really high, like week three when they beat the bills and then it kind of dropped. And I think it's, it's on the climb right it took now. A dip. It took a dip and now it's climbing back up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking the same thing for Miami. It's on the, it's on the, it's on the climb up. Um, and, yeah. I, again, I just, I, you know, with Roethlisberger, you you had that veteran presence and usually you'd think like a Deontay Johnson or a Chase Claypool would kind of also give you like that, that like, Hey, you know, let's calm down. Let's try to get this dub. And he marched down, you know, and, you know, just didn't end up winning. So, or they didn't end up uh, scoring. Um, but again, they'll, they they'll be fine. They'll be fine. They've got picket there. It just, just let him throw, let him be who he has to be and you guys will be fine. Um,
1: exactly. My uh and- my dad's birthday was today. He turned forty-nine and he's a diehard Packer fan. Happy birthday to your and, dad. Yeah, and get guess what he got for his birthday? Did
0: he get an Aaron Rodgers jersey?
1: No, he got a Chicago Bears win. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, he fucking did. And boy was that a great win. Um this this was so. So we had a pregame show for Big League Chicago uh, about uh, 45 minutes before the game started. Everyone, me, Eric, John, Jack, we all had the Bears losing. We all had the Bears <clears throat> scoring. I think below like 14 points, or maybe like two touchdowns, and that's it. That was the opposite of what happened. The Bears came out and scored 30 fucking three points against Bill Belichick. And I got to tell you in the second quarter, it did not look like it was going to be that way at all because the bears had scored a touchdown. They'd gotten a field goal. And then what happened? The defense was doing really well against Mac Jones. What happens? Bill Belichick, a coach who wants to win more than anything, doesn't give a shit about feelings said, Hey Jones, you suck right now. Take a seat. Brings in Zappi. Zappi scores two touchdowns, 14 unanswered um so that was like scary not gonna lie right like it was pretty <laughs> scary I Who was would like, have shit, thought down-
1: that zappy yeah. would be the guy to scare you <laughs> like it's, oh uh, shit
0: dude you're telling me
1: it's like and, the game changed like- in a zap it was <laughs>
0: <laughs> in a zappy uh they say they're, they're calling it zappy hour and i gotta give it to them like that is fucking clever as shit i love that zappy hour <laughs> um but, yeah, dude, the momentum shifted. The Bears were getting the ball, and I was just like, oh, God, here we go. If you follow me on Twitter, you saw exactly what I was going through through my tweets. But I was like, here we go. The momentum's over. Like, the Bears are just going to sink. Like, I wasn't thinking just this. a downer. No, a but downer. I was just saying. I wasn't <laughs> thinking that, but I was just like, fuck, is this the same road we're going to go down? Because that's usually how it goes, right? The Bears <laughs> – Come on in their next possession, score a touchdown, dude. And I was like, thank God, Khalil Herbert, which is which is a score that 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 Fields got absolutely destroyed on. Uh, he saw the blitz coming, waited for the pass rusher to get past him on his left side. Sidearm slung it to Khalil Herbert. Khalil Herbert caught it like around the 20-ish or whatever it was. He had a blocker in front. Blocker got his assignment. Khalil Herbert ran in for a touchdown. Bears are up 17 to 14. And then the defense did its part. They held the the Patriots to no points, and the Bears scored a field goal to end the the second uh, quarter, basically to end the half. So they're up twenty fourteen at this point. And I was like, "This is what we need to do, right?" Like, like I was I was saying on Instagram, the Bears just the offense needs to continue doing what it's doing. The defense needs to continue what it's doing, and we'll win this game. And you know, for most part, you're thinking like, "Yeah, no shit." Like, that's exactly what, it, but the bears can't, couldn't, haven't been able to do that. They just have not been able to yeah. do that. They have not been able to kind of like put their foot on the team's throat and be like, we are winning this game, whether you like it or not. And that's exactly what they did. They came out in the third quarter. Uh, they, they scored uh, two field goals, which, you know, when you look, when I was looking at the command of the game, I'm like, yes, take the points. Now you're in range, take the points. They got six points held the held the Patriots to zero points in the third scored another touchdown in the fourth with a Montgomery rushing touchdown and the defense got takeaways, got interceptions. Kyler Gordon had one. Roquan Smith had one. Justin Jones stripped, uh, uh, or he didn't strip, but he recovered a fumble. Like a lot of things were happening. Re- just a lot of good things were happening to this bears team and they they were they put up 33 points. Justin Fields, the, the offense with Getsy looked good, good um, as they have been, kept the, the the opposing offense at bay, and this was a complete team win. I said it on the Instagram story. This is a complete win for the Bears. Cairo Santos was was hitting those field goals. I think the longest one was from 50 yards. So he, he got four field goals total. I'm pretty sure. Um, so it's
1: like so much, you have so much hope. It's like this is what we could be right
0: Doesn't exactly Ex- exactly and i'm like and why haven't we been doing this number nine oh jaquan brisker brisker that, man that's at the end do. of the
1: year when they're showing like nfl films when they do the honors and give trophies away and stuff and they show like the greatest plays of the season that interception will be there
0: the one hand to do that was one of the best that was one of the sickest interceptions i think i've ever seen
1: That was. Um, nasty. i love
0: i love eddie jackson interceptions but that one has to be tops for like nasty. the best interception to, in the last mile.
1: I had to take a shower after that. That's how nasty it was. It's <laughs> <laughs> just
0: just filthy. <laughs> just um,
1: disgusting.
0: <laughs> again, credit to the defense for what they did. Credit to the O-line actually. You know, like mm-hmm. they 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 saw how just disgusting they played last week and they actually stepped it up this week. Sure, there was still a lot of pressures and I think uh I think Justin Fields, he still had four sacks, right? But the line still looked pretty good. And I think the biggest part um that really helped this offense was there were design plays for Justin Fields to run the ball. There was design plays for him to roll out of the pocket. There was just more of that, you know, it just seemed like it was a lot better. I feel like the white, wide receivers played better. They were getting more separation. Um, and I mean, you can't really say much much more about the rushing. Justin Fields rushed for 82 yards. Montgomery and Herbert followed that with 62 yards apiece. So the rushing was huge, and I think they rushed for uh, close to what the, the the Patriots had in total yards. So, again, a complete team win. I couldn't be happier that they won it on Monday Night Football. We're three and four, but man, that that went that third win was a fucking great one. So that's my rant on the Bears. Um, no, I, I, I just uh, love it. I love it.
1: I saw they ran it's really, I've been waiting to see Justin Fields just have like a -hmm. game where he airs it out. And I wouldn't have thought that they could score 33 points and only have 147 yards passing, but man, they, they ran for 243 yards. Now that, that is like, that's an insane amount. Um, Yeah. And man, they, I, I just, I guess if they don't need to throw the ball a lot, then they just won't. And they'll just <laughs> give uh, you know, I mean, what did you think about that? Like, do you want to see them throwing it a little more than 143 yards passing? I would
0: like to see them more. I, I would like to see them throw it more. But I mean, I, I think Justin Fields is with this game. He looked like Lamar Jackson. He almost yeah. had 100 yards
1: rushing. His and, three-yard uh, touchdown run. It was like, oh, there's no room. And then he's in.
0: He just made room. Yeah. Yeah, He just fucking busted right through. Like it was, it was insane. So I could, and, and, and this is the, this is what I saw over the weekend. I saw a highlight of Michael Vick just like tossing it to Deshaun Jackson back when he was on the Eagles. And then I saw him running it and I saw something that looked so similar to that run that Justin Fields got called back against the Vikings on a touchdown run where he ran up along the left side of the field, cut across to the middle And ran for a touchdown and I was like, wow, if that wasn't exactly what Justin Fields did, you know, like that's exactly what he did. And I was like, man, if he could be a Michael Vick or even closer to a Lamar Jackson, you know, with just a little bit more passing yards, uh, we have the quarterback of the future. And after today's game, and I've said it a couple games prior to like, we have our guy. It's just a matter of getting a line, getting an offensive line for him. And getting some more weapons around him, and 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 he's going to be fine. The Bears are going to be fine with Justin Fields, but they just need to spruce up the offensive line and get some more wide receivers around him.
1: But this is this is the stamp. You have your guy. This is like.
0: La- are you riding week-
1: high? Are you riding high right now,
0: dude? I'm riding Justin Fields all day, baby. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> That's well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I. I just grown men. I sit- I said, disgusting <laughs> i said it last week after he got sacked like six times and just kept getting up his toughness is unmatched and he is the guy for the bears he he is it he's the guy he's, he's going to be he's the guy. The bears that,
1: identity I,
0: I think so he's the guy that's going to break that ohio state university quarterback curse in the nfl so that's what i got
1: well i hope you're right just for you um i i would have <laughs> never thought that i may be still looking for a quarterback so uh I won't get back into it but next week obviously me neither, me neither. big I really uh,
0: thought it'd be the other way around
1: yeah big big challenge next week Bears going to uh Dallas to play the Cowboys so we will talk about that on our next episode um but that'll <laughs> kind of be a I mean that would be a statement win right you got you got a five Five and two Cowboys team, you can go on the road and beat the Patriots. Okay. You go on the yeah. road and beat the Cowboys. It's like, okay, now we're cooking with bacon grease. Yeah. So. That
0: would be insane if they could beat the Dallas Cowboys at Dallas. That would that would just be insane. But I yeah, I, I would love it. I would love it.
1: And then and then look, you might be well, you'd be like it seemed like last week it was like, Yeah, the Bears aren't gonna do shit this year. And like if they beat if they beat the Cowboys, bam, two weeks later, you're like, we could be a wild card team. Yeah, it's and
0: and it keeps and it and it bears repeating. It's it's just a testament to this season. Like, what is going on when you have the 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 Patriots bringing in a guy named Bailey Zappi to replace Mac Jones is doing really well, and then you have the Bears coming to Foxborough and beat the brakes off this team, thirty three to fourteen. Like, what is happening this year? What is happening in twenty twenty two?
1: Yeah, definitely makes our job hard to like, yeah, yeah. Give, give honest predictions. It's like, I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know.
1: We'll see what Bears team shows up. Hopefully for your sake, it's the same one that played tonight.
0: <laughs> I I hope so. And you know, we, we talked about all the games. We, we recapped week seven. Let's, let's give up. Let, let me, let's give the people the, the record um, so far that we have this season, our overall record, 34 and 20. So this week we actually did really well. We went 6 and 2 on the games we agreed on. Um not so, like Kyle you got a 13 and 12 record on the, on the games that you you've picked uh opposite of me and I'm 12 and 13. So we're kind of hovering above that 500 mark. Um but I mean our overall that's record so far has been pretty well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: I mean even 12 and 13 that's not bad considering how weird the league's been. True. I've seen like the people on Monday Night Football. I've seen some of these dudes like two and five. Mm -hmm. Yeah, It's like these aren't easy games to pick, so
0: yeah. They're fucking weird. But all right, so that was the week seven recap. Catch our week eight predictions on Thursday. Let's get into what we were kind of sprinkling, tiptoeing about during the recap. Let's talk about our fantasy football. Um, So like I said, for me, I picked Aaron Rodgers up because I had uh, uh uh Josh Allen on a bye week he got me I just I it's it's almost sad to kind of just look at this right because I was 8 <laughs> points away from a win and oh god Aaron Rodgers got me Aaron Rodgers got me 15 points so I'm not totally disappointed but I was hoping for 20 the the thing that killed me and this is what really killed me I put in Robert Tanyan, picked him up from the waivers and I benched Eno Benjamin, Eno Benjamin, twenty three point three points. Robert Tanyan, six point two points. I would have had the win. I would have already won. I'd be five and two right now if I didn't switch him up at the last minute on like Those Thursday are the worst. morning or something. Those are the absolute worst. But Eno Benjamin also scored like six points the week prior, so I had picked him up thinking he was going to do something. And I was like, you know what, Robert Tanyan, Aaron Rodgers, connect for a touchdown against the Washington commanders team, that's, that's, that's an easy 20 points each. You know what I mean? Unfortunately it didn't yeah. go that way I lost to my brother-in-law. So that's fun.
1: I mean, as much as I feel for you and, and it seems like at my record, I shouldn't be giving advice away, but I would never flex a tight end ever. Just,
0: and that's what I thought it's... about a running back. I was looking for a wide receiver, but there was nobody good. And even if I had started Mooney, you would have only gotten me eight, eight points. So I, I just, I didn't know what to go with there.
1: Yeah. I would have flexed Benjamin. I can say that in confidence because I, I actually did that my other league, but we're going to talk about mm. one league only here. And we're going to talk <laughs> about the league that matters to me and the league. I can't get a dub in this is, <laughs> um, I had 120.9, so almost 121 points. I lost to a guy that wow. had 122 points. Um, wow. Tom Brady just connects with Mike Evans. I win. Um, (laughs) This is a good team. This is a really good team. I have a – I'm just going to do a quick thing. I got Kamara, Elliott, Devontae Adams, Mike Evans, CeeDee Lamb, Zach Ertz, who Mm -hmm. is now the number three tight end in the league, and Kenneth Walker, Denver's defense, and Kansas City's kicker. I had Stevenson on the bench with 23 points, DJ Moore with 19 points. <sighs> um, I mean, but this was this is just a really solid team right now. This is mm-hmm. uh I have a lot of flexibility at receiver uh mm-hmm. with CD Lamb, Devontae Adams, Mike Evans, and DJ Moore. We'll see yeah. if DJ Moore can continue this, but the problem is is I, I have a lot of leverage on offense and wide receiver. Just nobody nobody wants to trade their quarterback um
0: no not at all
1: (laughs) and it's it's silly to me because if you just add up like even when i'm sending the proposed trades it's like this is a bad trade for you and i don't even know why i'm doing it i just feel like i need to do something different to get wins but maybe i should just keep this loaded roster it's because
0: you're in quarterback hell that's why
1: yeah but like how could quarterback be so hellish when it's like the easiest position to to fill you know, and it, it's, it's just—it's a, a
0: crazy season. That's why
1: I've been so cursed with Tua with, you know, I don't, yeah. I had Jared Goff and he got one point on Sunday. Like mm. I don't, I don't know what to do. I wouldn't have gone with Daniel <laughs> Jones who had 28 points. I wouldn't have gone with Andy Dalton who had 26. I wouldn't have gone with fields who had 23. Mm. Um, So we'll see what I do next week. I guess I'll start Russ. I don't know, man. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I what think you do. have
0: to. I think you have to. If you, I, I don't know what, I don't know what kind of like advice to give you because I picked up Aaron Rodgers thinking, okay, this is going to be an easy, like 20 points. No, I, it was not.
1: Yeah. I think I'm going to stick know? with Tom Brady. I don't see like long-term him getting 11 points a week. I just, yeah. he hits that one touchdown. He threw for 300 yards. He gets one touchdown. He's got 20 points. So true. I'm not, I'm not ready to throw in the towel. I think I could potentially win out the rest of my games. If Tom Brady starts winning at a high level, I may never lose this, this roster and its depth, I think is the best in the league. So we will see. It means nothing if you don't get the dub and I do That's not true. get the dubs at all.
0: I, I just you you've got the quarterback you're in quarterback hell and I am in like tight end running back one hell because Najee Harris has done nothing and I'm just keep holding out hope, keep holding out hope. Um and, and a tight end I just can't I just you know uh what's his name from uh Dalton Schultz from from the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. I I I picked him up. In like the whatever round I did in the draft, and you know, this first few weeks he was he was either getting me like six, seven points, or he was injured, he was out. So I'm like, you know what, I'm dropping this fucking guy. Um, and I picked up Robert Tanyan. I picked up uh, uh just a couple. I think I, I, at one point I had Conklin from 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 the Jets because he had a couple good season, a couple good uh games. But that was only with Flacco. As, as soon as Zach Wilson came in, it's like he didn't even fucking look at Conklin. So yeah, kind of screwed there. I don't know. I think I might just ride uh Fryer Muth after I got him in a trade um and flex Eno Benjamin until you know all hell breaks loose.
1: Or you can uh get Zach Ertz on your team with Ezekiel Elliott.
0: No, look at look We're at Josh Kyle to trade me. I'll <laughs> give saying. I'll give I'll give you Eno Benjamin for them too.
1: <laughs> I got you
0: <laughs> Dude, he's on the open up, up, he's on the open up, up. What do you want?
1: <laughs> <laughs> high, sell high <laughs>
0: so yeah sell so, so super high the hell out of here oh man uh do well, you have anything else for today's episode
1: nope that's all i got excited to go over our next predictions on thursday and see if we got the same picks if we, which ones we got different because we're we're getting really close i can see this coming down to week 17 and it, it's getting fun yeah. it's getting a lot of it's getting really fun that we're staying really... so close
0: I know. And hopefully our overall record is better. That's kind of really what I care about is like what our overall record looks like. Just cause you know, it's, it's always, it, I think it's just better to agree on the games and be like, Oh shit, we actually called a pretty good season of games. So um, yeah. But yeah, you know, thank you guys for joining us. If you guys want to follow us on social media, go to Instagram, follow us at star six media on YouTube as well. Search star six media, tick tock, um, Facebook as well, and then on Twitter you could follow me at and now Rick. You can follow my my live tweeting of the Bears games, um, especially after today. I'm I'm just gonna be live tweeting all the Bears games after today. Kyle, where can they follow you on Twitter to see you? Uh, just frustrated on the on the Broncos.
1: <laughs> you can find me at Football Only Podcast. It's F T B L O N L Y Podcast. Uh you can sign my petition there that I've created to it's going through Broncos no, Country right now. Uh it is to bring Sean Payton in as the next head coach. Uh I'm gonna check it in the morning, see how much steam it's built. But I got all the good people <laughs> tagged in it. So uh oh, go ahead and insane. sign my petition. Even if you're not a Broncos fan, just please, God please sign that petition. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah. That. See the retweets. see the see the in-game rants. I was ranting about some stuff that ended up actually being talked about. This was my big Twitter moment was that mm. I wrote something to the Broncos during the game and Kareem Jackson, um he posted a picture of the play I was talking about. Really? Yeah. And Kareem Jackson's our safety. So people hear you, people hear you, people see you. Um, Even though you I can't just, see them seeing you, you just got to believe.
0: <laughs> Kyle's like, that was my tweet. He loves me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man but other than that man another great episode remember to go check out all the other star six media podcasts three up three down eafp jca big league chicago uh sports strip live go check it out it's all good and check out the youtube to see our beautiful faces and our sick ass and and kyle's sick ass background of a brick wall um
1: (laughs) brick by brick That's how we get the job done. That's how we get
0: the job done. All right, man. Well, I'll see you next time.
1: All right, buddy. See you. See you.